welcome to Mentally Untable Adventures, episode 31, Souls of Steel, session 1, episode 1. Oh, this podcast may contain bad language, crude humor, and graphic violence, and it, in general is not fit for, hu- for human con- cons- consumption. Well, we got together and we played a playtest of Souls of Steel, an RPG that will be coming out in a little while. If you want more information, you should check out the G Plus community, Souls of Steel RPG. The game we played tonight was also based on a uh, YouTube video, TIE Fighter Short Film by OTA King 77077. Uh, the links are on the website, so if you want to, feel free to check them out and enjoy the show. Tonight, we are playtesting Souls of Steel. This is an Apocalypse World hack from uh, the people that over at uh, the podcast, uh, iPodcast Magic Missile. Um, some of those guys are uh, the authors on this, and they've been working on it for a while. I've been listening to a couple of their actual plays. It sounded really awesome. They said, hey, anybody who wants to playtest this, for? shoot me an email and I'll... Sorry, no problem. No problem. No problem. Uh, so, the, so they said anybody who wants to, you know, play test this, go ahead and shoot us an email, and we'll send you a copy of the rules and you know send us some feedback. Uh, so remember that as we're playing tonight is one. These are play test documents, so we may be missing things, or I may be making half of this crap up as we go. Um, but um, but try and uh, be thinking towards the end. Uh, but we'll sit around for a little bit talking about the system and any suggestions you guys have. Um, uh, things like that, things that you felt like didn't work or were strange or things like that. So, um, the basic gist of Souls of Steel is it's meant to be a simulation of any any show where you've got hotshot pilots. Um, this could be mechs, this could be uh, starfighter pilots like Battlestar Galactica, anytime where you've got hotshot pilots with uh, lots of interpersonal drama uh, back on the ship intermixed with awesome, awesome battles outside of the ship. Um, so... I noticed that looking at the playbooks that uh, we'll be having a lot of sex with each other. Well, it's certainly something that might happen. <laughs> there, um, there's, there are specific, there's like specific rules in there for if you have you sex choose. with someone. Yeah, yeah well, and, and that's, I mean, this is based on Apocalypse World, and that's sort of a, a trope of those okay. those shows is that, you know, uh, and and by all means, don't feel like that that is like, oh, well, then we have to do that thing. Oh, I'm like, looking forward to it. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> certainly don't have to shy away from it, but um, so you guys are all going to be playing pilots in this particular one. Uh, normally you would do a uh, they've got a lovely thing here to set up uh, sort of a campaign um, where uh, you set up like who you are and who the opposition is um, and kind of go back and forth with uh, with picking things. In this case we're going to skip that step because we're going to use that lovely YouTube video that we just watched as the uh, inspiration for this. Agreed. Um, you guys are all TIE fighter pilots. Nice. So I'm a hot chick. <laughs> so we have um, the playbooks here to choose from. There is the loose cannon, and they said violence never solved anything. Uh, the leader. You may not outrank them, but everyone knows you're in charge. You're the one they listen to, the one they look to when things go wrong, the one they praise when things go to hell, and oh, the one they praise when things go well. And you feel responsible for each and every one of them. You will see them through this if for no other reason than if you don't, you'll be the one writing the letters home. The veteran. 
You've fought pitched battles in the burned-out shells of once-thriving cities. You've seen comrades fall, cut down in their prime, whole squads wiped out in the blink of an eye. You've suffered through endless months and cramped, stinking transports being shipped off to the next front, the next war. It's not an easy life, but this is the only one you know, and these people are your family. The Hot Shot... You live constantly on the edge of disaster, of victory, of eternal fame and glory. You're the best at what you do, and you look good doing it. Your superiors may not approve, your compatriots may constantly fear for your life, but you pay no heed. If you go down, it will be in a brilliant blaze for the ages. It will be magnificent. The Specialist. You're not just another grunt. You're here to do a job that no one else can. People may not, may not understand everything you say or do, but when they need you, they really need you. You're the best at what you do, and what you do might just be the key to saving everyone. The Rookie. War isn't anything like what they told you. It's terrible and terrifying and confusing and exhilarating. You know you've got a lot to learn, probably more than you've ever realized. Thankfully, you've got your teammates to look out for you. You're pretty sure that together you can accomplish anything. And finally, the misfit. You're not like them. They don't understand you. Maybe they're even a little afraid of you. It, it could be because you're part human or a cyborg or just a little odd. What it means is that you see things differently from them, and that's an advantage. That's why they keep you around. So, go ahead and uh, begin to uh, take a look at uh, playbooks, if any of them sound interesting to you. Anybody else leaning towards the... Uh would you grab the hot shot? I, I grab, grab loose cannon. Loose cannon. I was leaning towards the misfit or rookie. I'm kind of leaning towards hot shot. I don't know. They all seem cool. Okay, so we've got is the loose cannon. Uh, you said this was originally written for like uh, Battlestar Galactica. I mean, the, I mean, they meant any, any, yeah. So the, I mean, their inspirations mm-hmm. were Battlestar Galactica. Um, um, uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, because uh, this has Starbuck Vol- written right. all over right. it. Right, Voltron, yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah, p- characters from any one of those things will probably remind you of these people. <laughs> could also do like a, like a World War II type of mm-hmm. thing, too, where this could yep. Yeah, World War II flying aces. On, a, on an aircraft carrier or something mm-hmm. in the South Pacific. Absolutely. Top Gun, 1980s. World <laughs> War <laughs> One tank yeah. operator. Mm-hmm. World War One tanks. Yeah. Yep. Any, anything where you're piloting vehicles and you are the hotshot pilot. NASCAR simulator. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that <was> sweet. <laughs> With weapons. With weapons. Uh, yeah. Death that race. Might be a little <laughs> death race. <laughs> Mad Max. That's all. Mm-hmm. The, the, see. There you go. Post-apocalypse, no, 80s style. You just spikes and leather and everything else. You just tweak the rules so that when you're employing a weapon, it's actually just like a driving trick that causes stress to the other guy's car. Mm-hmm. You know, forcing him to like go into the pit sooner for tires because you cut him off and he had to, you know... Or crash and burn into the wall. Yeah. Alright, so we've got a loose cannon. We've got... The hot shot. Hot shot. The specialist. And the specialist. Well, loose cannon in the hot shot. Man, yeah. Nothing's what getting could, done what, right. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. So, Northern um, Mexico all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the attributes in this game are fire, steel, style, heart, and brains. So fire is your drive, your hot-headedness, your passion... Uh, steel is your resolve, your fortitude, your composure. 
uh, style, your bravado, your force of personality, heart, your empathy, your thoughtfulness, your intuition, and brains, your intellect, your cleverness, and your tactical awareness. And again, as you're creating this stuff, be thinking in terms of Star Wars. So the weapons we can just the name vehicle, our own? Vehicle or? weapons? Yep. So I would encourage you for the when, when you get to the vehicle uh, part of the uh, sheet over there on the left. Um, so you, at the top, you kind of pick your the build of vehicle. You know the and it's got several different. I think everybody's is different too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how much depending on how much armor and other things you've got added on. So uh, when, when you pick those, then kind of start to think about the various models of Tie Fighters that they had. Um, around, you know, so the the tie, the basic tie, the tie advanced, the tie bomber, tie defender, tie interceptors, you know, any any one of those weird variant ties that you've seen, just be building your vehicle like it's one of those. Um, so, for instance, I don't think we're really gonna. Have, I gotta decide what we're gonna do about range on these um, because you know it's it's built to do. Um oh, see instructions on the back. Oh no, those are the okay, so these primary weapons, those are for your vehicle. Okay. Sorry, that must not because <clears throat> down at the, the very last one is personal sidearm, right? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, your primary weapon starts out. Yeah, that that like three damage melee obvious. That's that's your weapon on your vehicle. All right. Not a melee. I mean, if you're using melee. Well, that's what. I, so we'll have to decide before we start. So like like if you're doing if you're doing like a battle battle tech game, you know, then yeah. you would have like you know combat yeah, axe. Yeah. Right. If you're if you're doing mechs, then melee weapons are perfectly. Yeah. If you're in a Kodiak and you swipe. Right, right. That's perfectly legitimate. For our purposes, I think we're probably going to go with melee. Uh, we'll call melee like uh, point defense range weapons um, that would be able to um, assist with extremely close in things. Possibly would be able to deal with um, personnel sized targets. You know, uh, small targets, incoming missiles, personnel sized targets, um, things very close to the ship. Um, it could also be some sort of um, uh, uh, energy blast uh, too well. that you could do uh, as a sort of a close range, you know, electrifying the outsides and uh, a short pulse. Otherwise, you'd probably want to uh, try and upgrade it to uh, get it to uh, a distance other than melee. Feel free to also categorize them as, you know, the, the missile launcher, the rocket launchers, proton torpedoes, that sort of thing, concussion missiles, also an option uh, in Star Wars lore, um, and then any other, you know, you know your, your basic blasters uh, are definitely going to be... Turbo problem. lasers. Yeah, yep, turbo, oh, turbo lasers. More that, that's more capital. capital ship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Your, your, yours are just uh, uh, standard vehicle, vehicle grade blasters. But turbo laser on Tie Fighter. That'd be the most awesome Tie Fighter ever. <laughs> just get yourself <laughs> one giant, flying <laughs> gun, one giant packing gun. With Tie Fighter wings. You're, you're the Tie Sniper. <laughs> I don't see why this is a problem. <laughs> it's a tie. It's a modified Tie Bomber where the entire bomber compartment is actually There's just, just the one giant laser. cannon. <laughs> You can do also ion cannon is an option if you yep. get the an upgrade like EMP or stun, uh, so it could be an ion cannon equipped Tie Fighter as well. 
Uh, and then down in the box marked vehicle, if you want to kind of sketch the TIE fighter out, uh, sketch out kind of the outline as you're, you know, if I was flying straight at you, what would I see? Uh, kind of a thing. You could also do two, if you're really artistically talented, you could do two side-by-side images, you know, a front-facing and a side-facing, you know. Or top and front. Or top and front, yeah. However, however, it makes sense to better show off the shape of your vehicle a little bit. Uh, we need at least the barest um, shape down there because then the vehicle damage boxes are going to be assigned to various parts of your TIE Fighter. So knowing where those cannons are located, knowing where the shield generator is located might be important. Yeah. So for my primary weapon, I'm just going to have the like dual blaster cannon standard. Yep. Um, melee or very close, neither one of those tags really goes with that. I'm, I'm Well, you would want then you would start with very close and obvious, and then use one of your advantages to replace very close with close, and then you could use the second one to replace close Close with far if you want longer range on those. So, do we get the vehicle upgrades in the bottom, right off the bat, or are those just options for upgrades? No, that's for an advancement. Uh, some of the okay. some of them will say, you know, uh, upgrade your vehicle. It's one of the advancement options, and for a vehicle upgrade, you can add sure. or remove a tag, add one armor, upgrade a weapon. So, I will tell you, if we play a long term of this game, there are also specialties that you can acquire. We're going to ignore them for tonight's. Uh, purposes, but uh, there's uh, the quartermaster, the ranking officer, the medic, the engineer, the scout, the sniper, the test pilot, and the heavy weapons. Um, so these would be further specialties that you would proceed down. Okay, if I go with one armor weapon upgrade, so then I can just pick my primary or my secondary and right. So, pull right, the so then you get to add another. See, because I get it starts as this right plus. Two, right, and then one of those, and, and then, then I, do, and then I also get an additional right. advantage. Yep, you get another one or on no. top of that. Oh, each upgrade, okay, or or remove a disadvantage. Right. Okay. Yep, or yeah, you can just choose to take take off that disadvantage. No, mine is not inaccurate, dangerous, <laughs> temperamental. <laughs> As far as the tags on your vehicle and on the um, weapons and things, uh, if there is a tag that you think makes things easier for you, you can make a case for it and you'll get a plus one uh, on any given roll. Um, if there's a tag that is particularly, you know, that would make it difficult, I can force you to take a minus one, uh, and those can cancel out, but you'll never get more than a plus one or a minus one from tags on your vehicles or weapons. So, but that's how those tags are going to come into play. Oh, and if you have tags that are, you know, things like dangerous or temperamental or unwieldy, things like that, I can also use those for hard moves. You know, okay. when I make a hard move against you, I'll be like, what's the down? What's the disadvantage on your weapon again? <laughs> so I've got a, a weapon upgrade in my vehicle model. Yeah. One armor weapon upgrade plus agile plus temperamental. Yep. Does that mean I get an extra weapon upgrade? Right, that is an additional weapon upgrade in addition to the ones that it mentioned. Awesome! So what a, uh, any sort of projectiles, would that be considered melee? Or that would still be. 
project? Are you talking like um, like a proton torpedo launcher, concussion missile, something like that? Uh, no. Or laying mines, a mine. Ooh, laying mines. That would be that would be melee yeah. range. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, missiles. I would think would be you would want to get a range up a little farther than melee. Uh, for for missiles and and you could do that by taking an additional disadvantage of limited ammo. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the thing. Like if you're if you're trying to build a weapon but you just can't quite make it work, you need like one more advantage to make it make sense. You can always take one more disadvantage, especially like in the case of you know proton torpedoes. Oh well, obviously I've got limited ammo of that, so I'll add the limited ammo disadvantage so I can add the you know. But they could be like they would also be armor piercing. Uh, no, sorry. Proton torpedoes? Not necessarily. I mean, they could be though. If I if I give. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You could give them any tags you want. Because my dual blasters are plus close, plus one damage, plus armor piercing, and the, the disadvantages are obvious and recharge. Ooh, okay. Yeah. One or two. I get an extra weapon upgrade for the ship model I took. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that only counts for the one weapon, though. You don't get to right, right. You only go. Down. You only get. You get one extra upgrade amongst all of your things, not just not one per weapon. Personal sidearm. We just throw that in there. Mm-hmm. So very close is that an advantage or a disadvantage? Um, very close is just a range increment. It's so that doesn't count for. Um. Would, so I think every weapon. Starts out as either very close or melee, mm. and then from very close you can use advantages to upgrade it one step. So yep. going from but very it, close it, to close. So very close is an advantage, then technically, or is it just? Is it? No, I think I think every weapon starts with a base of that. But it doesn't count as an advantage or a disadvantage. It just is. Right, right. Well, you start out with very close. That's that's the free. Either very close or melee starts for free, and then after that you need to. What's closer, melee or very close? Melee is closer. Okay, so it's melee, very close, close, far. Right. <clears throat> I think normally the difference is going to be imp- implementation. I mean, very close and melee range are probably very similar. Like if we were doing like mecha versus kaiju kind of things, like mm-hmm. about the same range, you know, the very close is going to be shooting you at arm's length as opposed to hitting you with the sword at arm's length. It's more a matter of like how the weapon is employed. Okay. So that's why I think they're both kind of equal. Okay. Um, you know, and for our purposes... Cause yeah, because yeah, like, like my secondary weapon, I, I just, okay, I got a six-pack of rockets. Mm-hmm. Right? But you only get melee or very close on your secondary weapon. Because you've got to start with it at very close, probably. And then... Right. And then use advantages to upgrade the range if you want well, to Well, I, I only get one upgrade. Unless I take my disadvantage here and upgrade it again. Well, like I said, if you add the disadvantage limited ammo, I, I, did. Willing to... I did that. Oh. I did too. Right? So I went with limited ammo, replace close with, or replace very close with close, right? Because I start off. Okay. Back. And so that's my advantage, but I get an extra upgrade. <clears throat> Because I haven't used it here yet. Right, so your secondary weapon gets one advantage and one disadvantage. Which I've already got. Okay, so yeah, so you'd have to pick another disadvantage. No. Well. No, no, because I I get the upgrade. Oh, yeah, so then, yeah, you could use that to... Upgrade from close to far. Yes, you could absolutely do that. But then I have to put in my disadvantage for my primary weapon again. Dang it, which is what I was trying to get away from. Ah, you you bought off that disadvantage. (laughs) 
Decisions, decisions. My personal sidearm? Yep. It's a lightsaber. I can't make it come on all the time. Sometimes I can. I can get a little bit of glow out of it. Most of the time I just use it for brass knuckles. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you know how dangerous a lightsaber is in the hands of a non-force-sensitive person? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> You know how much trouble you'd be in for having you? You'd get arrested for that. Keep that, keep that under your pillow. Um, where, do, where else would I keep it? <laughs> where else? Um, so I want you to add the following tags to your personal sidearm. Okay. Um, it is dangerous. No shit. <laughs> Is there an illegal on there? Because <laughs> <laughs> then Emperor Palpatine sees it and you're dead. <coughs> uh, penetrating. Penetrating. She's the hot chick. <laughs> uh, structural damage. Oh, I see this coming back to haunt me. <laughs> And temperamental, <laughs> which which is also the same tag I have for a disadvantage on my primary weapon. Oh, that's good. Yes. <laughs> it's time for a few questions, question and answer, in addition to uh, some introductions. So first, why don't we go around and uh, do some introductions of you guys, uh, who you are, what your. Uh, Ship is like. Um, oh, quick question. Yes. There's no shields are there. Um, or do can you, there be if I want them to be? Uh, the, I mean, certainly some of the TIE fighters had shields. Um, particularly the TIE advanced, TIE interceptor, I think, mm. also had some. Um, Mine does. So, well, does it say uh, how much armor do you have? One. Okay, so that's basic armor plating then. I'm, I'm tending to do shields as uh, higher than one armor. Um, so that if you got the. Okay, so then I don't have three armor and right. If you pick the three sword. armor, then then you've got a shield generator most likely. Whereas if it's just one armor, that's probably just your basic blast shielding, but not uh, not a not a full full shield array like the okay. X-wings have. Right on. <clears throat> or if you took some other upgrade that could reasonably count as shields, but. Yeah, in this case, since every ship has essentially five hits before it's taken out, <laughs> that doesn't really work too good. You have to have to express shields as armor, which works fine for me. That's probably how I'll do it on enemy ships as well. All right, so let's start over here with the old man. Okay. <clears throat> I am Jin Lee Amalgam. Call sign G-Spot. <laughs> Female. She's the hot chick. Um, body type, very hard, athletic, trim, fit, and where's the uniform? Tight. <laughs> no, I can't quite get up that high. <laughs> they didn't make it Only, size? Only when you're flying in the ties. <laughs> That's right. Um, I fly the basic tie fighter. I, I don't need any of these interceptors that's that's for people that don't have actual flying skills <clears throat> oh, <shit>. yep 
And then I wondered what I was going to have you guys do during the interview. Like, I have, I have only the vaguest collection of thoughts about what's going to happen tonight, and I know it doesn't fucking matter. Because as soon as you guys touch it, it'll all just go to hell. Oh, it does. Ah. Ah. So, TIE Fighter is, is equipped with uh, dual blasters, of course, because that's what it comes with. Um, mine are, are special because they, they hit a little bit harder. Um, but they are a little more temperamental. They, if I fire them continuously for too long, they will kind of crap out for a little while until Tem- they cool down. Temperamental? Yes. Okay. Good enough. Uh, I also have, as a backup weapon, I've got a, a, sick, uh, a rack of six rockets and a launcher. Um, so that has limited ammunition. Um, but they do have a, a, a range of far. Um, two upgrades to for that. Yeah. Um, uh, on a personal note, I, I carry a sidearm. It's not your typical pilot sidearm. It's a lightsaber I found. I can't really tell you where, but it, uh, it was a lot of fun getting it. And uh, <clears throat> the nice damn part. kids. The, the nice part is, when you have it attached to your belt like that, it looks a lot like an Imperial code cylinder. And, and which is probably the only reason I still have it. Um, because I'm pretty sure there's some rule somewhere that says I'm not supposed to have one of these. It's really cool. I, I hit the button on that thing, and sometimes I can get... It'll shoot out <laughs> a foot and a half, almost two foot long. Um, can't get it to come on all the time, but, you know, so most of the time I'm just using it as brass knuckles. What color is it? Huh? What color? Blue. Ooh. It's blue. Ooh. That guy was a schmo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right, hot shot. <clears throat> that was the loose cannon. <laughs> now we've got the hot shot. Hot shot. My name is Lance Leeds. <laughs> Code name. Sorry, that's only funny because my boss's name is. <laughs> oh, Leeds. you are you are almost my boss. <laughs> oh, good. Call sign is Legend. Huh. He's a dude. Very stylish in appearance. Slick back hair. Uh, nice looking little chin strap. Let's do a soul patch. Uh, he's very suave all around. Moves very gracefully and elegantly. Uh, his uniform is impeccable. Worn to the exact letter, <clears throat> except for when he gets in his TIE Fighter. His uh, TIE Advanced Mark II. No skill. <laughs> no skill. Then uh, he rips the sleeves off and goes all crazy commando about it. Um, so the TIE Advanced Mark II, does that mean that that has life support? Yes, it does have life support. In fact, that's one of my... Oh, good. I was just making sure that that was <laughs> yep. something that can be targeted. Good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> nice. Um, most ties don't have life support. That's why they wear the pants yeah, suits. Because the TIE fighter pilot is completely expendable in the eyes of the Empire. Hey, um, did you know that they actually have an ejection system in them? Yeah, I read that. I was, I was I was reading up on this, and yeah, the TIEs have an ejection system, but most of TIE pilots refuse to use it because they know that if they inject, they're either going to die of starvation or dehydration slowly flying through space, yep. 
because oh, that's pretty much. Or they're going to you know get close enough to a planetary body and burn up on that on entry because they know the Empire isn't going to stop and pick them up not going or to take any time it. to look for them. So not gonna care. <laughs> this is who we fight for. <laughs> Un- unequivocally, it's all in the name so, of efficiency. Uh, yeah, my tie advance Mark II has dual blasters. Okay, proton torpedo launcher. You need to know the advantages and disadvantages on that. Um. More importantly, the disadvantages. Uh, the dual blasters are obvious and recharge. And the uh, proton torpedo launcher is obvious and limited ammo. Got uh, 10 torpedoes. That there. Um, okay. Just have a, a standard holdout blaster as a sidearm. Nothing as cool as what you got going on there. <laughs> and yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Alright, anything from your starting moves you want to tell us about? Or? Ooh, ace pilot. <laughs> and indomitable. Whenever you're leaping into trouble without a plan or concern for your own safety, you get plus one armor. <laughs> and the ace pilot's just got a whole bunch of holds I can... Okay. Where I can name specific targets. Right. When you go into when you go into an engagement, you you roll things and mm-hmm. oh, should happen. I forgot to go over. My Did you have anything of interest there, um, G Spot? <laughs> Rambo in battle, I count as a squad. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and uh, always throw the first punch. When someone confronts you in a social situation, if I don't like what they're saying, I just punch them in the face. <laughs> We're going to get along great. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Damn, bitch. Uh, if, you, if you guys have any thoughts during the game that you're like, ooh, we should ask the designer about that, I'm going to start a sheet here. Just yell it out or grab the sheet and write it down. And, you know, we can make notes for ourselves later. But anyway, right. F- FYI, I'm starting the sheet of, ooh, we should tell the designer that. Or, wait, I don't know what that means, and then nothing in the rules told me what to do with that. Like... You count as a squad. <laughs> what does that mean? What's I'm pretty it? sure that I'm, I'm going to run it pretty much exactly the way Apocalypse World does it, is that you count as a group of people, and I think the way those rules work is like you get plus one damage and plus one armor when you're fighting like a smaller group than your group. So if, if a squad goes against a squad, then everything's normal. It's when like a squad is going after a dude then you get plus one damage and and plus one armor versus them. Yeah, my uh, my big rocket launcher chick had that. Is that possible? Right, right, right. In the apocalypse world, yeah, she counted as a, as a small gang. Gang, yeah. Yep, as a small gang. Pretty sweet. So Good call. It is, it's, yeah, you, you are a menace. <laughs> don't, don't the G-spot make, is a menace. Don't make is. me get out my brass knuckles. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to cover there, Hotshot? No, you're good? Oh, uh, no, I'm set. All right. I am Dexter Stash Boardhouse. I'm a male. I'm slightly pudgy, gray-haired. I have a mustache, a big handlebar mustache. <laughs> what, sorry, what was your last name again? Dexter Boardhouse. Boardhouse. Call name Stash. I should call him Boring. <laughs> he okay. is. He's very boring. All right, Dexter. He's a specialist. He's technical and <clears throat> stuff. Okay. He's an engineer, more or less. Um, I'm pudgy. I'm a bit stiff. Um, I wear my uniform kind of like if you think about Mr. Belvedere. It's always high and tight. Uh, I see you trust to the left. <laughs> uh, my weapons are... Uh, I upgraded for plus one damage with an area, so it's uh, more or less like a grenade launcher. So what's the, what weapon is that? That's my primary 
What is it? It's a well. It's like a what do they what do they call those when where they it just goes out and then they go like a concussion missile launcher. Yeah, we'll call it that. It's unwieldy, so it doesn't aim very well. I would assume that would be the translation. Um, unwieldy. Here, let's take a look. It's not attached very well, so the this <laughs> weapon is awkward to aim or use. You have to be flying upside down to target. I have to take my hands off the controls to move it. Kind of like one of those little ball launchers at the Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's actually a manual control. There's no automatic targeting or anything. It, yeah, you're literally aiming it by hand. you got to take your hands off the sticks. Right. It's, it's a mechanical link to the... <laughs> oh, man. you got to muscle it in place. Mechanic. I like it. I like it. All right. He's a technician. It's a prototype. Come on. Prototype. Okay. Uh, the second weapon is uh, plus two melee. Obvious, obviously, is changed to silent with my advantage, and it's temperamental. Um, so, what is that? Uh, I want it to be a device that I created that will attach to a ship and short out all of their electronics. It's like an ion. So an ion EMP. Right. So it's yeah. It's a, it's a melee range ion. <laughs> Maybe it just shoots like a, a goopy ionized ball of plasma. But that would still be shooting. That would still be or more, more like kind of puking it. I don't know. Or maybe he's got a. Those things like, you, like those things they, they they shoot at cars now that will you know basically a GPS if they're chasing them so they can stop like a speed chase like a sticky EMP grenade. Right. Only right, but if you're shooting it, then that's not melee. <laughs> What if, what if it's like a... Uh, when we talked about it, I mean, there's no... You can make it like, like a landmine. Yeah. yeah, you could drop it, it like a landmine. <clears throat> Let's yeah. do that. Yep. Okay. So like your apartment opens up in the bottom of your ship and it just... Alright, so, like so you, so you drop an a EMP uh, charge launcher. You know, charge dropper, not launcher. <laughs> dropper. Right. <laughs> launcher gives it too much credit. So what, what was its tags again? Um, silent and temperamental. And deadly. <clears throat> so it's not really an EMP then, because it doesn't have the EMP or the stun tags. No. So it's not an EMP charge dropper. It's a... It's a it's a damage. explosive charge dropper. But it has to be silent. Well, it's everything is silent dropping. in space. <laughs> okay. right. no, uh, no one can hear you scream. Right. But more, more importantly, yeah, when you drop it, it's hard to see on radar. That's how it's silent in okay. this. We'll yeah, because it's just a compartment opening the bottom of your ship, bottom of your ship, and you just kind of let it go. Right. Yeah. Not, not well, obvious you're using it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and there's, no tar- there's no targeting, so yeah. like they're gonna they're gonna get no like warning beacon that there's a missile in coming. Like Right, that's how it's silent, is that they're going to nearly run into it before they What's go, what giant? the hell is it? <laughs> What's that flying mustache doing? Boom! Boom, boom! That's right, the ship is shaped like a mustache. <laughs> okay, so so just, just so just to be clear, <laughs> your only two weapons on the flying mustache <laughs> are the explosive depth charge dropper and the concussion <laughs> missile launcher that you have to operate by hand. Correct. It has no blasters <laughs> or other normal weaponry. Right. He's going to die. Right, well, so the, so have... this thing is obviously your own personal construction. Like, <laughs> right, yes. This obviously has not come from any, like... 
is a tie stash why, prototype. Why, why why the Empire has continued to let you fly this thing into battle is actually kind of a kind of an impressive tale. Because I'm really really smart, and I am working on my project, my side project. I know your is, project. Uh, this is a stealth cloaking. Right, Ooh. right. This is why the Empire keeps you around and lets you keep flying that hunk of junk. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Normally they, they don't make me that. fight. It's uh, it's uh, more of along the lines of I'm the backup to the backup. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you stay behind the fighters and they can protect you, I could imagine that doing a crap ton of damage. Right. So, yeah, he's more of a support craft mm. than. Uh, yeah, but if he lays all his little silent EMP turds out there, <laughs> and we go explosive, not EMP. We go, we go yeah. flying back through them. We can't see him either. They'll just have to warn us that they're there. Hopefully. Yeah. Stash, you you dropping anything? Gonna fly through here. He can probably remote, remote detonate them and or turn on locator beacons so that suddenly they'll show up on your like you know. Or they or they recognize the signal that Tie Fighters put out so that they don't target each other. Oh no! Assu- fire. Assu- assuming you don't run into them, but yeah, yeah. Like, there's always a possibility if you physically hit them, then they're going to go <laughs> off. But uh, yeah, they're pilot. I'm not worried about that. Right, their their uh, proximity sensors uh, will not go off uh, for your standard ties unless you have some sort of damage that's inhibiting your uh, your uh, friendly fire. Yep. Signals. Think like a goose through a jet. Splat. So your. Um, your squad has been assigned to the Argent class frigate. Um, it is uh, uh, well. We need a name for the ship. Argent is the class. It's a, it is a very small star destroyer. Um, it only holds a complement of twelve ties and one shuttlecraft. Um, it is meant to be a rapid response uh, type vehicle. Um, not, but it is not a uh, heavily armed or armored. Vehicle and carries a very small tie complement. It is meant to get in quick. Uh, actually, it is fairly well armed, um, but it's meant to frigate get size. get right. It's 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 frigate size. It's meant to get there and either cause some problems somewhere until the big boys can show up um, because the hyperdrive is is super super souped up uh, on it. That's where all of the uh, the sort of expenditure has gone on the on this frigate uh, is to make it fast and lean. Not necessarily uh, well armed or armored. So the IASS tip of the spear. <coughs> I was hoping for Steinstein the Deuce, <laughs> but that's the just Imperial Argent, the Imperial Argent Star Destroyer tip of the spear. Just a thought. What about the spear? Yeah, or the saber. Tip of the spear is all mouthful. Right, right. The Argent class frigate spear. Well, we could just abbreviate it TOTS. <laughs> I don't think your commanding officer is going to go for that. No, uh, right. All which, tots. What is the name of the captain? Uh, Shithead. <laughs> uh, that may be what you call him, but uh, but what is his name? No, she captain, calls him Lover. Captain. He wishes. Quailoon Labat. Canadian? Don't you know you don't mix beer and drugs? <laughs> Quaalude, not Quaalude. Oh, my bad. <laughs> don't you know you don't mix beer and drugs? This is Quaalude, Imperial Navy. We Quaalude Labatt. Yep. Uh, is, your, is, the, uh, is the captain of the spear. Um, why don't you like him? Loose cannon. G-spot. Why don't I like him? Why don't you like him? Why would I? He never returned my calls. 
Um, he's an he arrogant, him, no talent. He gives him just a tip. Sackless bastard. <laughs> just a tip. So, um, Dexter. Yes. You've been on here for a, for uh, a little bit now. Um, how is it that this arrogant, no talent jack wagon is? <laughs> the captain of this Argent-class frigate. Uh, what does he do right, or what uh, positive qualities does he possess that uh, seem to keep him in the Empire's good graces in spite of... Uh, <laughs> Rumor has it... I don't think that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Rumor has it he, he's uh, he's in tight with the, the commander, like the high command's wife. Um, in tight. And yeah, he yeah he just did some favors for her, and she took pity on his his uh, imbecility. And so this may be a vanity posting, more or less. Right, I mean, like he has he has no qualifications really to be the captain of this ship. This is why he's been given this ship because giving him a bigger one would be a bigger disaster. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is this just a ship full of of, of misfortunes? <laughs> this this is where the empire puts all those people that they want to get out of the way first. Yep. Right. <laughs> like they're no. going to, they're going to send us all in to establish a beachhead so that we all die. That sounds about right. If we put them on a larger ship, they'll cause bigger problems. <laughs> We're putting them on this tiny ship and hopefully keeping them out of out of the way of the other people that know what but they're doing. problems for each other. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, we will go on naming a bunch more people later, but those were the two that I needed right off the Bing Bang. Um, uh, also, I need each of you to uh, name for me at least one of your squad mates. There are a grand total of 12 uh, ships in the hangar. Three of them are yours. Um, so we've got G Spot, Legend, and Stash. Just call signs. Uh, right now, if you just want to generate call signs, we can figure out their real names if you know their real names start to matter. Um, Mustang, because he's on like ours. <laughs> Velcro, because she won't get off me. Okay. Keep on going. I'm still thinking. You guys make things better than I do. Uh. Hmm. Cardigan. About, uh, what? Cardigan. 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 <laughs> okay. I'm down. Yeah, cardigan. Okay. Um. Flak jacket. Flak jacket? Yep. Trigger. Smoky. Mutt. Two more. Crispy, crispy tits. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name? Um, last one or do we want to just leave one open? Just Grandpa Spoon. Grandpa Spoons. He's been around a long time and knows how to pick spoons. I guess. Space, space Spoons. <laughs> space Play them Space Spoons, boy. No one can hear you play spoons in space. <laughs> Shit. So, you are all called into the... You're all uh, in the briefing room uh, preparing for a deployment. Uh, you've been in hyperspace... Um, do we have to do relationships? Oh, yes. Uh, that's right. Sorry. I was going to do that after you guys got done introducing yourselves. 
Uh, and then I got excited <clears throat> about people's names. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, do we have any friendships or rivalries uh, right now around the table? Crispy Tits is a total slut. I don't like <laughs> This has got to be between us. Right, got to be between the PCs. Oh, okay. All right, I'll be friends with Stash. I'll be rivals with G-Spot. Okay. We need one of each. Is that correct? Well, then you have, well, not necessarily. Okay. So, uh... I'm friends... So you are so. I think that just kind of friends with Stash. What's your call sign again? Legend. Legend. So Legend and Stash are friends. Legend and G Spot rivals. You guys are gonna have a pissing contest, and I think I know who's gonna win. <laughs> Wherever you decide to fly behind and drop dangerous exploding shit on. No. <laughs> the one, the one he's friends with. <laughs> no. Um, so you are rivals with Stash. Are you neutral to Stash? Sorry, right? Sorry, you are. I'm rivals with Legend. I'm neutral. Legend, with Stash. Sorry, I, I just I don't know him. I think yeah, I'll, I'll stick with neutral. With you. I don't I don't know him very well. Yep, that's fine. So that just basically makes all the relationships pretty easy, then, right? Right. Yeah, because they're all two Especially way. With three people. Right. Yeah, with yeah, with only three people, it gets a little more complicated if you start adding more. But yeah. That's why I wanted to keep this small. Because <laughs> if I was trying to do this with eight people, I wouldn't get any useful data. Yeah. I'd be too busy stomping on my own foot. So you are all in the briefing room. Um, who's the uh, commander of the flight deck? The sort of uh, tactical uh, guy. Who's the guy you're always on comms with and is giving you the uh, battle plans beforehand? It's obviously not the captain. So uh, uh, be webs. Commander Weps. Oh, the Weps. The weapons officer. The Weps officer. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Commander Pintock. Pintock. Oh, and just to be clear, I have zero actual military knowledge, so uh, any ranks or crap like that I will entirely make up as I go along and we'll get it entirely wrong. We can fix it in post. <laughs> or not fix it at all. Fuck it. And just <laughs> let it fly. Yep. <laughs> and no, I have very little allegiance to Star Wars canon either, so... Um, Fair enough. I get to be chewy. I, I, know, I, know there is, I know there is an extensive amount of research that I could do for this game, I chose to do the tiniest little bit of it on Wikipedia and then walked away. <laughs> I know enough that there is a thing called an Argent class frigate and it's kind of a small star destroyer. That's about it. Wikipedia. Yes, Wikipedia. Someone my friend. I could read that for hours. I know. That's, that's the problem. That's exactly what happened. Like I started yep. doing research for this and I sucked in. Article <laughs> after article after article. I'm like... Like ooh, what battles could I like? I started to look at like the the like the the war spreadsheets mm. of like battles and where the ah, mm. like, yeah. I'm not keeping track of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. So you're called in. Uh, uh, Commander Pintock is uh, up there at the front, um, and you can see the uh, the hollow display of the um, uh, of a planet uh, as you approach. Um, uh, and the uh, the light up shows that the uh, indicator shows that the uh, uh, name of the planet is Hoth. Oh, yes, this is Hoth. Hoth. So uh, once all of the uh, pilots arrive, um, when you guys arrive for a briefing, what does that what does that look like when you walk in the room? <laughs> when, when do you when do you get there? What's your general attitude during a flight briefing? 
You well, sit in the front, you sit in the back. Legend is going to show up. Sleep right through it. Just head to my ship and shoot anything. Um, Legend is gonna stand in the back and lean against the the door. He's gonna pay attention, but he's gonna be the first one out to his ship when it's time to go. Aha. Yep. Eager. I'm sitting in a chair waiting for the the commanding officer to walk in, and I'm you know playing around on my project. Probably ready to take notes on your uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tablet. So as I'm working on my projects, can I? Can yeah, you're I not working on your project. Damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't. I want to roll dice. <laughs> now you don't have that much time. Shit, I'm just, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting in the back. Sitting in the back. Feet like, out. You didn't even ask how early I got there. <laughs> Which, which of course drives the legend crazy. Yeah, Seeing your disrespect. Ah, as Pintock informs you, there's a uh, suspected rebel base located on this ice ball of a planet called Hoth. Now, it's entirely likely that this this suspected terrorist base is not actually what they think it is. It's possibly just a small mining outpost <coughs> smuggling habits. Who knows? All we know is this. The main battle group is arriving on the other side of the planet. However, the spear is designated to hide in this, as he brings up the hollow display. There is a small remnant of a uh, of a, uh, a moon uh, crumbled remains, large, dangerous asteroid field. Uh, the asteroids themselves are actually fairly low density, uh, so we don't expect them to pose too much of a problem for the ship. Uh, however, it is going to be make, uh, maneuvering a little tricky. However, uh, the um, uh, battle group commanders would like us to use this to our advantage. Spear is to be deployed into the asteroid field. We are then to power down all systems and lie in wait. It is suspected that if this is a terrorist training base, that some of them will attempt to escape out the far, off the far side of the planet, skimming the planet's surface until they uh, escape from the main battle group. We are to attempt to intercept those carriers. If we can intercept a uh, large troop transport, that would be advantageous. If not, simply preventing the escape of any terrorists from this organization will also be rewarded. Do we have any questions? So let me get this straight. We're gonna we're gonna hide in the rocks in case somebody decides to fly by. You have hit the nail on the head. Thank you for par- for uh, paying attention. <laughs> Ooh, brilliant! You shut your face, hole, G spot. Shut up. You want to make a go of it now? Hey, <laughs> knock it off, you two. Save it for the show. <laughs> High pilots are to be in your vehicles and prepped in the launch bay, but do not launch until you are given the command. And with that, hot shot, legend is out. I'm going straight to the hangar. <laughs> be damned if there's anything more important I needed to hear. But <laughs> yep. All right. With that, everybody to your ships. Let's go. For this particular one, we are sending out G Spot, Legend, Stash, Mustang, Velcro, and Cardigan. 
G spot. You and Mustang are flying together. Oh Jesus! Velcro, <laughs> Velcro, you're with the legend. Good luck. Bullshit. <laughs> Cardigan. Better him than me. Speech. You're you're on you're on stash. Keep an eye on him. What's Cardigan's deal? Why do they call him Cardigan? Because him and I are best buddies. I was gonna say, is he like the other nerdy guy? Is he? <laughs> yes. is, 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 is is it like Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, when he's like, <laughs> I can hang out with Stash. Sweet. <laughs> so, so I imagine Cardigan. He uh, instead of you, instead of wearing a standard uh, Tie Fighter pilot sweater, um, non-flight uniform gear, uh-huh. like just on the ship, you know. Yeah, Cosby. He, ha- he has a. Uh, he wears the uh, barely officially sanctioned. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, variant uniform that is kind of like how Picard had the jacket for that season of Next Generation. He's got like a cardigan that has the Imperial signal on it that he wears because it's just a little cold in the ship. It's it, it's technically official Imperial garb, but it's barely. normally it's normally not worn out here. It's certainly not worn by flight crew. No, not like, ever. like it's you, like pajamas. You would, you would see this. You would expect to see this at an Imperial research station. Yeah, and that's what the scientists might be wearing. Yeah, or or something you would wear on the way down to the gym or something. Right. Yeah. But now you wear it all the time. It's, it's like the imperial version of a sweatsuit. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. He's got a trackie. Alright, so with that, um, you guys are uh, sent to your ships. Uh, so when you get to the hangar uh, and you climb into your ships, you guys have already described to us uh, what they look like. Um, oh, I, what, what's your general uh, feeling regarding your ship? Uh, we know you... Uh, you uh, know that the ship is uh, immaterial, that you can fly anything and make it awesome, right, G-Spot? Well, pretty much, but this one is kind of special. I've, I've been in it enough that I know... I I feel. You've broken it in. I feel the ship. Oh, I also got red line. I don't know if I ever told you that. Red line? Oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. So I got armor, one armor, and red line. You named your ship? Hmm? Oh, did I name my ship? Yeah. Do we get oh yeah! Do I look gay to you? No. <laughs> yeah, you're sorry. You're Jiminy over Christmas. Your your overall your overall vehicle. Does it have any uh, tags that I should know about? Um, the the top the topmost thing on your vehicle. Ooh, uh, um, one armor, uh, agile and temperamental. Agile and temperamental. It is a prototype. <clears throat> I advanced. I have version two. One armor, ECM, high tech, and small. So it's like the Hitler stash. One armor, <laughs> small. Wow. Danger five shit right there. So ECM, that's one I should look. The vehicle can jam enemy communications and guidance in a small radius. Wow! So right. So nice. you're in electronic countermeasures as well. Yes. So yeah. So you. So your your goal then during a lot of engagements is to uh, get in between any uh, major missile platforms and the big ships and also the smaller ships to try and uh, deflect incoming missile fire uh, by running them through and making them go past your jammers. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. That's pretty dang helpful. So good to know. Glad I asked. Did, wait, I missed the whole ship upgrade stuff. 
What? There is no ship upgrades. Okay, you just get what you want oh, or what you have. Yeah, on your everybody's ship. vehicle models are different based oh, on their. Oh, I see. The, the the technical guy could have a ship with ECM. Oh, you sure as fuck couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Like whereas you could have had one with weapon upgrade, weapon with double weapon upgrades. I could have. <laughs> <laughs> with double bonus weapon upgrades I, on top I want of the normal weapon I want upgrade. red line. I want to be able to GTFO. <laughs> I could have had no armor, fast, agile, and jet boost. Uh, See, that is a no-talent <laughs> ship right there. I didn't, you, don't I didn't need, it. you don't need skill to fly something like that. Oh, you need skill to fly an agile, temperamental old bitch like I got here. <sighs> All right, so agile and temperamental. At least you guys have the ability to shoot things without taking your hands off the stick. <laughs> <laughs> You did that to you. you. Right, that I was know. entirely your job. I know, I know. Couldn't so. even put a chain gun on that thing or something? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got concussion I missiles, can, though. I can drop my turds. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got a turd dropper and an aerial weapon. Without he has taking no precision. Without, you don't need he it either fly bl- him up he, he blows up everything in front of him or he blows up everything behind him. That's his only choices. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I Any collateral shit out of everything. So, oh, I want to be flying beside him. <laughs> right, you, you definitely don't want to be in front or behind of the stash. All right, so with that, you guys uh, uh, go to your ships. Uh, yeah, I'm already in. Yep, Legend is already strapping in. Uh, it tickles a little. When I'm in. High launch. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. All works discussed are the property of their respective owners. Our intro and outro music is by Idol Exhibit. Have a suggestion or just want to get in touch with us? Email us at muta at huawei.com. That's muta at w-o-w-w-a-y.com. You can like us on Facebook as Mentally U-T-A. That's one word, Mentally U-T-A. We're also on Stitcher and on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at Mentally Untable. M-E-N-T-A-L-L-Y-U-N-T-A-B-L-E. Thanks for listening.